Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 608 on a gorgeous, what turned out to be a gorgeous Wednesday. How you doing, folks? Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. we got a really fun show playing for you, actually. Rewind. Deborah Green has a really fun show planned for you tonight. We've got some great stories. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast review. And, of course, you get your traffic updates every six minutes for your ride home. But it is Wednesday. And how do we kick off every Wednesday show there, Longoria? Let's play Millennial Match Game. Right on time. My man. Uh, joining us, uh, I don't know, fourth, fifth appearance as a Millennial and Millennial third. Uh, it's Ashley Dawson from the WSB sales staff, the lovely and talented Ashley. How are you? I am here. I'm ready to lose, and I'm feeling, but I'm feeling myself there, today. I think I might turn it around. There are no losers in Millennial Match Game, Ashley. Um, Ashley's been working remotely for the whole pandemic. I can't. Do you, when was the last time you saw Ashley, Deborah? Probably February of last year. Yeah, probably uh, the last time she played Match Game with us. But according to the uh, picture she sent me for social tonight, she is still very, very cute. So you're holding the cuteness up during the COVID. Uh, Ashley Dawson, do you want to say how old you are, Ashley, so the contestants have a general idea of your knowledge? I am 27. 27 years young. Ashley from the WSB sales staff. All right, I'm going to let you think about the category uh, when we meet our contestants on the phone. Uh, the category tonight are movie clips. Movie clips. So I'm going to play a famous movie clip, and the contestants have to guess whether or not Millennial Ashley will know what movie it is. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Ryan's in Brazelton. Ryan, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. What's up, Mark? How you doing? Excellent. How are you, sir? All right, fantastic. Listen to you guys all the time. Love the music that you play, too, as well. Just on the way to church this evening, decided to call in and participate. I hear this game go on every week. Just like to see if I could get involved. And, uh, all right. Say, say a quick prayer that you might win Millennial Match Game. I love it. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be taking on Jay in Rome, Georgia. Jay, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark. Uh, just listening to the show all the time, driving back and forth to work. And uh, just was excited to be on. Was hoping Randy would be here, but all right. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Randy, if we can't get Randy, you want Ashley because Ashley is hilarious. All right, so it's movie clips. As always, Millennials Match Game, Millennial Match Game, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. All right, this is just an example, guys. This one doesn't count, so you don't have to guess on this one. Uh, Ashley, do you know what movie this famous quote comes from? If you build it, he will come. Do you know what movie that's from, Ashley? Um, <laughs> Kill Bill? <laughs> that's a great guess. Uh, that is Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. So there you go, guys. When in doubt, the millennial does not know the answers to this game. All right, here we go. Ryan, you're up first. Uh, will millennial Ashley know what movie featured this famous quote? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You say yeah, yeah? Absolutely. All right, I'll play it one more time for Ashley. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Ashley, what movie is that from? Um, God, you guys put too much faith in me. Um, uh, Fish Called Wanda. Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, Chris Tucker, Atlanta resident, if you're listening, I apologize. Uh, Ashley um, Dawson does not reflect the views of the Mark Aram Show. That is uh, Rush Hour. Rush, Rush Hour. Hour. Jackie Chan, you know, fish called Wanda, she said. All right, guys, again, when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Uh, Jay, you're up now. Will millennial uh, Ashley know what movie featured this famous uh, quote? Dear Mr. Vernon, 
We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain. And an athlete. And a basket case. A princess. And a criminal. Does that answer your question? Wow, great 80s movie, great uh, closing scene, but will Millennial Ashley know what movie that's from? What do you think, Jay? Mm, no. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, Ashley, you you know what movie that was from? The Breakfast Club. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How did you know that one but not Rush Hour? I know yeah. my Molly Ringwald. You know your who? Molly Ringwald? Molly Ringwald. Oh, all right, because uh, that movie is older than you are. All right, Ashley uh, got it right, so... <laughs> Jay does not get a point. That means we go to Ryan. Ryan, will Millennial Ashley Dawson know what movie this movie quote is from? Never trust the living. One more time. Never trust the living. Never trust the living. What do you think? Will she know that one? Molly Ringwald not in this movie, if that helps you at all. No, she will not. Nope. Yeah, nope. I don't think so either. I'm going to play it for you one more time, Ashley. Never trust the living. Never trust the living. What movie is that from, Ashley? Uh... Beetlejuice? That is Beetlejuice. Now, how the hell what? did you know that? Like, that's not even a that's not a famous Beetlejuice quote either. That's kind of an obscure one. Uh, how, how did you know that? So, I just love Winona Ryder. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, all right, here's the tip, guys. Uh, Jay and Ryan, if there's a pasty white woman in any movie, there's a good <laughs> chance that Ashley will know the answer. Uh, end of running, round one of Lado Match Game. What's the score, Deborah? We are 0-0. Zero, 0-0. Zero. Zero, zero. Ashley Dawson pitching a shutout. Round two of Millennial Match Game continues on the Mark Aram Show. As always, sponsored by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. It is Jay's turn. Uh, Jay, this is the uh, famous movie clip edition, uh, edition? <laughs> edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Ashley know what movie featured this famous quote? Take yourself out of the game. You start talking to him about puppy dogs and ice cream. Of course, it's going to end up on the friendship tip. Just don't think she liked me. In that Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Oh my! I'm, I, I wish I could help you out on this one, Jay. I don't know. I'm on the fence on this one. I say no. You say no. All right. Was there a pasty white woman? Yes, there was a pasty white woman in this movie. <laughs> Ashley Dawson. What movie was that from? Look, I'm a pasty white woman. I, I guess I just recognize <laughs> my own kind. Um, uh, trading places? <laughs> there, there, yeah, Jamie Curtis was pasty. All right, that's a good guess. Swingers. Swingers with uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, the other guy, Favreau. Um, all right, was there a point there? Yeah, all right, so Jay gets a point. Good job, Jay. All right, Ryan, you need this one to tie it up. Will Millennial Ashley know what movie features this famous quote? Yep. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. All right, the female lead wasn't exactly pasty. She wasn't tan. No, but yeah, no, so no. You don't think she'll know that one? No. All right, I'm going to play it one more time for you, Ashley. Whew. Yep. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. All right, Ashley, for all the marbles, what movie is that from? Are you kidding me? You think I wouldn't get this? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's <laughs> oh Day Off is right. Ashley's brain is an enigma. We went from a fish called Wanda 
to Ferris Bueller's Day Off when she got it right. All right, sorry, Ryan. Right? Slate. Slate. That's her name. Or Sloan or something. Yeah, Sloan. I was like, Slate? That's my poker buddy. All right, uh, here we go. It is Jay's turn. Jay, oh, oh, I, I'm going to, I have confidence that Ashley Dawson will know what movie this amazingly famous quote is from. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Chuck plays that in the shower every morning, by the way. But will Ashley Dawson know what movie that is from? Still no. Still no. Ashley, I'm going to play it one more time just because it pumps me up. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Ashley, what movie is that from? Um... Uh, there was a French pasty white woman in this one. She was she was really cute though. A French pasty white woman. <laughs> All I know is um, what's it called? Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. A little off on the time frame. That is uh, Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Braveheart. Have you ever heard? Damn. Have you ever heard? Not of, a Mel Gibson fan. All right. Have you ever heard of Braveheart though? I have. It's one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes in that movie. And I love this in any movie where they just assumed that Mel Gibson couldn't speak Latin and French. So they started talking in, in French. And he's like, uh, and he replies to them in French. He goes, or oh, do you want to do Latin? What do you got? I love scenes like that where you get surprised and you're like, ah. Oh. Anyway, uh, whose turn is it, Evergreen? It's Ryan's turn. Ryan, here we go. Millennial Match Game. I think she's going to get this one, Ryan. Oh, yo. Oh, yo. Catch this. Wait a minute. Oh, that's rent. You should go for him. You look hot tonight. Don't take less than a hundred. Call me when you're through. Take care of you. Hey, sugar, you looking for a date? Hey, sugar, well, well, you looking for a date? Uh, I think Ashley's gonna know this one, buddy. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to be wrong though. But yes. you say yes as well, yeah. uh, Ashley. That is mm-hmm. a very famous quote from a very famous movie. Do you know what movie that was from? Oh God, I feel like I do, but I feel like I'm gonna get it wrong because I can't even think. Um. I'm just going to say Blues Brothers, but I think that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> close. <laughs> Who said close? Which contestant said close? That was Jay. Jay's the front runner for star of the show. Not exactly close. Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts, Ashley. <laughs> Have that you're... is a pasty white woman. How did I not I, I know. And she's from Smyrna. Oh, unbelievable. All right, so... I, I am making no more predictions on Millennial Match Game. That is the end of round two. What is the score, Deborah Green? J2, Ryan yet to score. Oh, all right, Ryan, we're playing for a $100 wow. Visa gift card here. So when we come back, you better you better tighten it up, buddy. I got faith in you, though. All right, man. Yeah, j- good luck figuring out Ashley Dawson. Uh, Millennial Match Game Movie Quote Edition continues next on The Mark Aram Show on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Back after this. Final Millennial Match Game, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage here on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, our own Vanna White, Deborah Green. What's the score and who is up? All right, Ryan still has to score. Jay has two, but it is Jay's turn. Jay, you're up. Famous movie quote edition of Millennial Match Game. Uh, will Millennial Ashley know what movie this cut is from? This is what makes time travel possible. The flux capacitor. The flux capacitor. What do you think? 27 years young. Will Millennial Ashley know what movie that's from? Yes. Millennial Ashley, what movie is that from? Back to the Future. That is Back to the Future. All right, Ryan, you need this one to stay in the game. Will Ashley the Millennial know what movie this is from? That's nice. What is it, a sapphire? A diamond. 
A very rare diamond. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. Wearing this. All right. Wearing only this. Longoria, draw me like one of your French girls. Uh, will oh, Millennial well. Ashley know what movie that's from, Brian? Man, she got Rush Hour wrong, but this is around the same time, so I'm going to say yes on this one and give her benefit of the doubt. I hope she gets this one right. Uh, what movie is that from, Ashley? Titanic. That is Titanic. Yeah. All right. Good job. Good job. End of Millennial Match Game. What's the final score, Deborah Green? All right. Ryan won J3. Good news, though, for you, Ryan. You are both going home away winners tonight. What did they win, Deborah Ooh. Green? Both of you get a $100 Visa gift card courtesy of the CW's new series, Superman and Lois, 9 o'clock Tuesday, uh, CW69. There you go. So thanks to CW and uh, Jay and Ryan. Uh, one of you going to church is going to put that in the till, right? You're going to put that Visa gift card <laughs> in the till? <laughs> Donate it? That's up here. All right. Hang on the yep. line, Chuck going to get some info from you. Ashley, you want to plug anything? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Lapin Studios. L-A-P-I-N Studios. You were amazing tonight, Ashley. We miss you so much, and thanks for coming on. This is the first time I've gotten more than one right. Yeah, you did, you did very well, and you threw in a fish called Wanda. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. This is The Mark Aram Show. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to The Mark Aram Show? You better. 6.39, 21 in front of 7 o'clock. 60 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. every Monday through the Fridays. Uh, Johnny Cabasa will join us in one hour, the Fast Food Review. I want to talk about some interesting stuff later on. Uh, the, the smartphone addict in all of us. Uh, some interesting uh, statistics there. And spring sports coming back for Atlanta Public Schools. That's a story that really... Uh, interests me. But I, I got to talk about this dating story first. I, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Uh, it comes out of uh, Miliwake, uh, which is... <laughs> Algonquin. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Miliwake, uh, which I'm, uh, Deborah's been to many times, I'm sure. I've never been. I'm dying Absolutely. to go. I want to go see a Brewers game there. Oh, go Brewers. Yeah, go Brewers. Uh, but Miliwake, this story, uh, it, it bothers me for a number of reasons. So I'll, I'll just give you the nutshell version. Um Guy went on a couple dates with this with this lady. I don't know. They're probably uh, what dating age? Twenty five. Let's say sure, for mid twenties. For blanks and giggles, they're twenty five years old. They go on a couple dates. Uh, there's not a love connection, and it kind of fizzles. Yeah, the but... guy texts the lady and says, "Hey, can I get your Venmo? Venmo for those of you who know, it's a it's like a cash app, a way to pay. Blah blah blah. PayPal. Yeah, it's a PayPal. Different. You know, one of those things. Anyway, the kids love it." And uh, the guy requests $35 from her. Because you, if, you, if I have Chuck's Venmo, I can send you a request for sure, money. Sure. You can deny it or pay it, you know. And she's like, what the hell is this for? And he's like, well, you know, we went on two dates, and obviously it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, so I just thought it would be fair that, you know, you reimburse me for the, the food and the, and the drinks that I bought you on the date. Oh, wow. First of all, <laughs> like, have some style and some grace, right? Like, all right, she's not into you, dude. You move on. You forget it. You know, whatever lessons you can learn there. He was a gentleman about it. I appreciate that, that he paid for the, the food and the beverage. But after she ghosts you, you, you can't go back and, and reclaim cash and be like, oh, well, no. you had the shrimp cocktail. That was $8. <laughs> and That's you, so petty of him. It's, it's <laughs> awful. It's awful for him. Like it's if I if if I was the girl, I'd just laugh at. It. I'd be like, dude, what? Do you, what? Yeah. You know, I would like I would give him like a buck sixty, be like, you know, here, whatever. But like buyer beware. It, yeah. But here's why I really hate this story because 
it's tough enough for a guy to get a girl to say yes on a date, yeah. right? Thankfully, we're all out of the dating oh, so sphere. Oh, uh, Longoria, Loti, <laughs> myself. Yes. But one, you know, the biggest anxiety-ridden moments of our lives is, you know, trying to ask the cute girl or the funny girl or the, the smart worst. girl or the pretty girl out for a date because that that's getting rejected. I don't know. I, I some guys it doesn't bother them, Russ. like. Russ, right, Russ. Russ. It doesn't yeah, bother yeah. Russ. Like I can remember being rejected by girl. I still remember girls' names in eighth grade that I got turned oh, down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like and and if you <laughs> get smacked down like you. that, you you're not more. You're you're likely not to ask any other girls out for a while. It's like you know you got an open wound. You're not going to try to go out there. You're going to go to the ER. You're not going back <laughs> out into the battlefield. So this is just like up. as this as this story circulates over social media. Now you know it's going to even get a bigger presence on the Mark Aram show. That's another reason for women to turn dudes down for dates. Like, at the very least, I know girls have done this with me. Like, they've said yes for a date to get a free meal. Sure. I That's fine. That I am okay with that. Like, yeah. give me one shot at the title. Like, I'm charming. I know, I know I'm a four. You know, my face is a four, but I'll charm the pants off. Well, <laughs> that, that was not I, totally unintentional. You would at least try. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Like, I, I get it that some girls are in there for the free meal. That's part of the deal. That's what we've done. I would never be like, hey, I need eight bucks for the chicken parm sub that you ate at uh, Johnny's Pizzeria. If that's your thing, then set those parameters before you go on the date and you guys can pay separate. People do that now yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. Which is I, fine. I could, that's it is okay fine. because Absolutely. you set the table, but you can't go back afterwards. And yes, exactly. That's so that that's why, again, it's not impacting, hopefully it will never impact us again that we're net well. Chuck, when Bruce oh, comes, yeah. along, <laughs> comes along, you, you might get back into the dating scene. <laughs> you but, have to figure something out. But now this is one more re Like, girls have a million reasons to not go on a date with someone i think it was was it louis ck when we saw there yes well and he is uh, whatever you know louis ck but he had a really he's a really funny comedian and he's like uh it's amazing that any girl says yes to a date because like the number one killer of young women are young men yeah you know like (laughs) yeah i'll go on a date with you there's a chance you might kill me but yeah Yeah. you know let's go to (laughs) let's go to o'charlie's why not you know he he does the bit better than i am i can but like a girl is risking her life going out on a date with a dude alone there's already enough reasons for her to say no. Mm-hmm. And now she's got to worry about back-end payment if it doesn't work out. <laughs> you know? No, you're right. Like, you had, you had the cup of soup and the grilled cheese, 12 bucks, please. I just, uh, it, it annoys me. This guy, it's tough enough to, to ask a woman out. And now a girl has another reason to say no to a dude. Uh, I want you to, I want your reaction to the story, the dating scene now, and ladies especially, have you ever had a situation like that where uh, where a guy just, and I don't want to say acted inappropriately, but you were stunned by him wanting to split the check or something like that. Anything along the lines of this this dating story, which is just crazy for me, out of Mili Wake. Uh, what is it? A go- uh It's Algonquin for the good land. That's right, the good land. Thank you. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Crazy story out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Guy takes a gal out for a couple of dates. There is not a love connection, and then he requests uh, via Venmo for her to pay for her half of the meals and drinks. Unbelievable. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Before I go to the phones, you understand as as an attractive female how difficult it has been for dudes 
to ask you out on a date, right? You know it's not an easy thing to do. I think it goes both ways. You know, if a girl does ask guys out or they try to make it a point like they're interested yes. without getting there, it's just as difficult. That, yeah. So that is a fair point. But it's it's more you the, the females usually will hint like, hey, I'm interested. Yeah. But there's not that ultimatum like, hey, do you want to go? I mean, sometimes right. girls do ask guys out, but it's never like you're never just letting it all hang out there like, hey, do you want to go to the... With the possibility of the no coming. Exactly. But yeah, girls do a good job if to let them... In my experience, mm-hmm. to let them know that they might be interested, right? And actually, it's like fifty-fifty for, for me. Like sometimes, oh yeah, oh she's giving me the green light. No, no, I will not go to Longhorn with you. <laughs> but thank you for asking. Uh, 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Dee is in Decatur. Dee welcome to the show. Dee Yeah, I'm here. Hey, I'm good here. morning. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> I got one for y'all. Okay, I got one. So I went out with this guy. We went on two dates, and I purposely had him take me to, like, a chicken wing place where you get, like, 10 wings and french fries for, like, $10. Yeah. So we went on one date. I I didn't like him. So he asked me out again. I said, okay, I'll give him another chance. The second time we went out, he asked me, y'all, how many more dates do I have to take you on before I before you will go back to my house. Wow. And I said, none ever again. I slapped $10 on the table and left his ass at the table. Good wow. That is crazy. <laughs> Ridiculous. He wasn't even that cute. <laughs> but did you get the lemon pepper wet? What kind of wings? Longoria wants to know what kind of wings you got. Yes, medium <laughs> with lemon pepper sprinkles. There you go. All right, so there you go, Longoria. That's the Decatur way. Good for you, DD. That's amazing. It reminds me of that scene in The Office where Pam's going to go on a date, and uh, Phyllis is like, oh, order the most expensive thing on the menu <laughs> yeah. so he knows you're worth it. And then Stanley's like, well, you're going to have to put it out then. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Pam's like, come on. And, and uh, Phyllis is like, no, no, you'll have to put out. <laughs> you don't have to put out for $10 worth of wings. I'm sorry. Uh, Monica in Ellenwood, welcome to the show. How are you, Monica? Hello, Mark. Okay. I definitely was not in the put out. Uh, situation. <laughs> yes. I met a guy and it was at church. So, you know, it, there were certain uh, things that were to be expected, you know, to be respectful and things sure. like that. Well, we went out to a Waffle House, which isn't my standard fare, but it was on a Thanksgiving. We're both from out of town, we're both from outside of Georgia. So we thought it would be, oh, they're always open, the Waffle House. So we thought, okay, we'll go to the Waffle House, and then we'll go to see a movie, which is normally open on Thanksgiving. No problem. We go to the Waffle House, and I don't eat Waffle House a lot, so I ordered one waffle and a bowl of grits. I, I ate only half the waffle because I don't really eat, like, Waffles sure. like that, okay. or, or grits. So it was a, a a half a bowl of grits and half a, a waffle. Half a waffle was so excited to go to a movie because I'm saving up for to eat the butter flavored popcorn. We got like thirty seconds left, Monica. Okay, we get to order the popcorn, and he said, "I guess you're buying your own oh. popcorn because I paid for." I paid for Waffle House. That's the old switcheroo. Yeah, you. I, I will never. And maybe it's just me. And, and maybe the times are changing. But if I, well, especially if I'm taking to Waffle House, I'm paying. And if you go to the movies, I, I'm paying. And you can offer. Hey, do you want me to? Ch-? No, no, I got it. Like the offer is always nice. 
But there's nothing wrong with taking a girl to the Waffle House. That's no. yeah, that, and pain. Yeah, and pain. That was good. They, he got points for the first part. I'm okay with the Waffle House date, but making you pay for the popcorn at the movies? Eh. All right. Uh, more of your calls on this dating story out of Miliwake. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Oh, look at all the calls. Bree, David, Eric, Sean, and Tom. Hang tight. We'll be back next. This is The Mark Arab Show. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show to go to Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.06, six minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole fam here tonight, Devin Green, the executive producer of the program, Longoria, the stoic one on the other side of the takeout window, Low Tizzle. Low Low T. Chuck will screen your calls. Johnny Kilbasa coming up in 30 minutes with a fast food review. Uh, Normally, we'd be uh, salivating Waiting for the fast food review, but uh, I'm full. Chuck's full. Longoria's full, and Deborah doesn't eat. Uh, thanks to Smoke and Gold Barbecue uh, providing us uh, Lenten meat for so uh, good uh, out of uh, Lilburn, Georgia. That, amazing, Chuck, huh? Yeah, it was yeah, so good. That was so good. So uh, thank you very much for that. Um, we are talking about this story that just it, it made me really mad. Out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A uh, young couple goes on a couple of dates. There's not a love connection, and the dude then requests money from the uh, gal uh, to reimburse for her half of the uh, date money uh, for food and drinks. Um, and I don't think she paid, right, Deborah? Like, she just posted it, it on it social media. It didn't say that she paid. She yeah. just said she was angry that it even happened. What, what, like, I just think that's, like, take the loss. Like, we've all, every dude's done that, right? We've gone on a date or two with a, with a lady, and you never hear from him again. And you just, you just chalk it up to experience. I mean, you're so lucky now that you have something like Venmo to even do that. Exactly. You have that when I was dating. <laughs> yeah. Can you send me a check uh, for $12? Um, so just take the loss. You were lucky enough she said yes in the first place. It's it's tough enough to get a woman to say yes to a date these days. There's so many reasons why a woman shouldn't go out on dates with dudes, uh, and that's just another reason. So we're talking about that and, and anything similar that's happened to you in a dating world, 404-872-0750. Sean up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Sean. What is going on, brother? How are you, my friend? I am doing good. You know what? would have figured he would be so cheesy being from uh, Wisconsin. Oh, oh. Deborah's going to throw bows on you for that. No, it's cheesy. Get it? Oh, uh-huh. che- oh, gosh. I'm so, I'm so sleepy. I missed the pun. Uh, is that commonplace in Deborah in Wisconsin where the woman has to pay post-meal? If Not that I remember. Okay, good. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, what else so, you got? The story I have is actually, it's not too much of a dating, and it's relatively quick. Um, a friend of mine... Um, called me and he was like, hey, man, let's go out to dinner. I was like, yeah, sure. You know, it's been a while. We ate everything. The check came and he looked at me. He was like, you got this, right? I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me I was paying for yeah. your dinner. He was like, oh, well, I don't have my wallet. I was like, well, it's a good thing you have cash app. Go ahead and send me that <laughs> money and we can both pay for it. Now, was he, what he, was he planning on paying and then, oh, shoot, I forgot my wallet kind of thing? Or did you think he just wanted you to pay and he wanted a free meal? I think it was a free meal type deal. Yeah. Did you go on a second date? Uh, yeah, he's still a friend, <laughs> He's still your friend. All right. Well, listen, as someone uh, that has paid for many of Longoria's meals, it's just... The way it happens. I, what would you do, Longoria, if you ordered that bison filet and I was like, uh, 
You you got this, right? I was ready to pay for it. I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to pay for it in the first place. But. I, come on. No, I mean, serious. Like, we were going out to eat. It was me, you, and Clint, right? Buford, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting to pay my own meal. All right. Fair enough. I, would, I never, I, even going out, even if you invite me, I don't expect you to pay. You, I will always pay for you. That's good, that's good to know, yeah. but I don't expect I'm going to pay for you and your daughter's therapy when we get older. <laughs> do, right. we, do we have the new drop ready? Uh, yeah. Let me All right, so here's the, here's the deal. We got a new caller drop. Anyone named Tom that calls the show, we're going to play this now. Tom Tuttle, Tacoma, Washington. Tom Tuttle from Tacoma, Washington, but it's Tom and Canton. Tom, do you know what movie that's from? Unfortunately, no. That is from uh, Volunteers. That was John Candy talking to uh, Tom Hanks. Let me hear it one more time, Longoria. I Tom love... Tuttle, Tacoma, Washington. There you go, Tom. So you got your own sounder now, buddy. How are you? I'm impressed. Fantastic. You? <laughs> Very impressed. I'm great, Tom. What's going on? <laughs> I'm a dummy that uh, set himself up for the lady to pick up the ticket. Now I know why he's single. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. And especially, I don't know if, if she blasted his actual name on social media. I don't think she did. Uh, yeah, she covered up his uh, his name on that. But that's just a bad look for dudes in general. And it, and it gives, again, thankfully, I'm not in the dating pool anymore. Uh, but that's another reason for women to say no. Are you out there dating, Tom? What's your story? I'm uh, floating solo right now. I've got so many projects going on, I'm not taking time out from personal. Understood. Uh, if you were to ask a lady out and there wasn't a love connection, would you ever ask her a couple days later to pay you back? I'm old school. If I take a lady out, I'm, unless she suggests or wants to go Dutch, it's on me. Yeah. That's just what I was raised. But what I called about was, I guess I'm a little tricky, too. When I went out to L.A. and dated my lady friend before she passed away, mm-hmm. went out um, like on two days for her birthday, and pulled a slick when I found out uh, Gordon Ramsay's restaurant was like a few blocks down from the studio. So I called up and leave a message with Miss Sergeant Mark from 101st, which the last time I was overseas, he had, he had one of the soldier appreciation dinners. For okay. The, the classic red versus blue. The quick. I told him uh, I was in town. I want to speak to him. Well, he picked up the phone and said, just come on in. I got two seats reserved for you. And to this date, she still swears up and down that I've got a hookup with Gordon. <laughs> That's always I've I've never I've gotten a couple of hookups at restaurants, um, but um, that, I've told this restaurant story right. This is this is one of the great. It's not my story. It's a Don Rickles story. Uh, Don Rickles, the famous comedian, uh, used to hang with the Rat Pack back in the day, and he took this girl to dinner and uh, dinner and a show back in the day. They should bring that back, by the way. Dinner and then a show. You know, you go to a good place and there's a performance, whatever. And Frank Sinatra was playing the show. So Don Rickles takes his girl out to dinner. And he, before he goes out, he says to Sinatra, who's his friend, he's like, hey, taking this beautiful girl out. Do you mind stopping by my table after your performance just to come say hey so I can show off that I know you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. So they go out to dinner. Sinatra performs. He get off stage. He goes right, right to uh, Rickles' table and he goes, Don, good to see you. And he goes, Frank, why are you bothering me? Can't you see I'm on a date? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the greatest story of all time. Uh, David's in Atlanta. David, uh, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Oh, Mark, you're loud and clear. I got the radio all the way off. Hey, I appreciate the executive producers that put this out there. This is excellent. Um, Unlike yourself, I I just want to say this. This is how I've always been before I married, when I was dating, uh, if 
if you feel like it's a, a monetary loss, don't date. Don't take the girl out. <laughs> it's you, not you, an you, investment. You know, I mean, yeah. Hey, can, can I say something real quick? Sure. Uh, a, par- a parallel for women, okay? Now, now this, this is an altogether different ballpark. This is kind of a different arena, but this, I bet this happens. There is such a thing as a prenuptial agreement, and some ladies probably won't marry until, well, I can't, I would get a prenuptial agreement, but I can't get him to propose, you know. And then, you know, after the proposal, it's like, well, I'll say yes if you agree to this. And then they've got it all kind of outlined and put out there, the prenup. I'm totally against that, too. I think that is just altogether wrong. I'm hoping, I understand your point, Dave, I'm hoping Mrs. Longoria and Mrs. Low T. Chuck uh, got prenups that you had to sign, right? Like, no. No. no? no. Oh, foolish ladies. Foolish well, we ladies. Got, don't worry. We knew what we were doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I used to make money back in the day. I understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when you first got, well, there's a po- Leslie, if you're listening, now she thing, makes the money. There's a thing called the post nuptial now. <laughs> yeah, you no, can hook that up. Uh, Bree is in Cleveland. Bree, welcome to the show. Hey, I guess that's me, but my name is Lee. So, listen, I met this guy like 15 years Lee, ago. Bree, give me a hold break. on, hold on. Um, Bree, it's not I don't it, know. It's nothing personal. Chuck com. Chuck can't really uh hear very listen. well apparently. I, I can't hear very so well. So, I'm sorry. Lee, go ahead with your story. I apologize. Okay, that's okay. I met this guy. I talked to him for like a month online. He said it was exactly what he was looking for. He gave me his pastor's reference. I called the pastor. He said, "Yeah, if I was going to be in a foxhole, I'd be with this guy." So I go all the way down from Buford to South Atlanta, and he takes. He said he, he owned a marina or something. He shows up in a T-shirt with holes in it, pays for lunch with a two-for-one ticket, doesn't look at me the whole time. So I never heard from him again till the next year when he writes to me again and says, you're exactly what I'm looking for. On the app. Go, On the app, this- he says it. Yeah. He says, I said, does any of this sound familiar? I met you down at the marina. You paid with a two-for-one. And he goes, oh, yeah, I guess there was no chemistry. (laughs) This was a guy that wanted to take me to Florida. I was a patty instructor. All this stuff. He wouldn't even look at me, and he paid for a two-for-one. With the two for was one his name Russ? Was his name Russ by any chance? No, it wasn't Russ from Gainesville, <laughs> no. for sure. Now, all right, so that was that's kind of uh, stinky. But let me ask Deborah: uh, Would you be offended if uh, a guy used the two for one coupon on a date? Only if it was a place I didn't want to go to, like yeah. you know, some restaurant I really don't like. Yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, we're going here because I have a coupon." If what it was what if a, a good, good place, restaurant? Yeah, why not? Who cares? Now, what if I took you to yeah, Olive Garden? Brie doesn't maintain eye contact. He well, wouldn't yeah, even if look he, at if me. he's not looking at you. Yeah, again, that's that's escape. the worst part. See, I'm okay with the two-for-one kind of That's thing. That's fine. He's thrifty. So here's the deal, Lee. Uh, Bree, Lee. Oh, geez, Louise. Lee. That's okay. So hypothetically, yeah. I had gotten that never-ending pasta pass from Olive Garden where I'd get a free meal, <laughs> and I took you to Olive Garden, and my meal was free, but I would pay for your fettuccine Alfredo. But we had good eye contact. Everything was fine. Would that be That'd okay? Be that I, I Okay. I, that would be great. Yeah. But then you wouldn't call me the next year and say, you're exactly what I'm looking for, and forgot no. you even had a date with no. me. No, we, oh we would have had a second date, Lee. After that fettuccine, no. you, you would have, yeah, we would have, thank you, Lee. Speaking of coupons, when I first moved to Atlanta, I don't know if these are a thing anymore. My aunt and uncle used to live here, and they had this coupon book. Let me rephrase that. They had multiple coupon books, and it was full of buy one, get one free dinners at restaurants. They would not go out to a restaurant without one of these. So they oh, had, really? And they had stacks of these books like the books cost like 50 bucks or something 
But inside, there's 150 pages of two-for-ones. And they'd go to the same restaurants like four times a week. <laughs> and there was like certain time restrictions. Like, you have to use this between five and six. So my Uncle Marty would be like, come on, we got to get, you know. And I always think like, at some point, the restaurant's going to be like, all right, coupon folks, like, back the heck up. Like, stop. Maybe that's why they don't have them anymore. Yeah. I, but I don't know. Are they still a thing? I'll see what I can find. Do you know what I'm, you don't have, have you guys oh, yeah, ever heard of those? Oh, yeah, we used to get yeah. them. We used to they used to be able to sell them in high yeah, school. Yeah, that were fundraisers. Yeah, fundraisers. Exactly. Big coupon books. And they were, if you utilized them, it probably worked to your advantage. Yeah. Nobody ever did. I think uh, Brio in Buckhead was an Italian joint. I think my aunt and uncle took them out of business for <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> they would go... Four times a week to Brio, and they were getting two meals for the price. I mean, kudos for them. They, I mean, they worked the system. Yeah. But it was uh, like I don't even if if I own that restaurant, I'd be like Marty. All right, stop, man. Only coming like on once couple. a month. Yeah, we, you know, and and the restaurants were doing a good thing, like volunteering for the service to raise money for a high school or Boy Scouts or something. And uh, my aunt and uncle just hammered them, hammered these rest out of. You thought COVID is bad for the restaurant business? Audrey and Marty banging these places with these two-for-one coupons. Banging them. And then my, well, I'm not even going to say that. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know because I would never go with them. I'm sure my uncle was tipping on one meal and not two meals. You know, oh, the check's only $12. Here's two bucks. Banging those restaurants out of business. All right, we're coming back with more of your calls. Uh, 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Uh, according to uh, Twitter, Emily says that the, the dining out book is called Passbook, which could be right. I don't know. This was 20 years ago, but uh, yeah. Uh, James joins us in Lilburn. James, welcome to the show. What's going on, bud? Hey, man. Thanks a lot. Love your show. Thank you, buddy. Hey, um, so I a um, little story for you. I'm married now 10 years next month, uh, but uh, the, the date that I had right before my wife I went out with this girl, and um, it would seem like it was fine, like everything was good. And uh, she called me that night and said, hey, I had a really good time. And she knew that I worked at the aquarium and said, hey, do you think maybe you could get me and, like, some of my family in to see the aquarium? I said, "I yeah, I thought it was kind of weird, but I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. So I, I, the next day I took her and her, like, son and, like, her sister and a couple nephews or whatever to the aquarium and walked them around, spent like a good hour and a half touring them around at the end of the end of the day, they're getting ready to leave. And I, and I said, all right, well, cool. When, when, when am I going to see you again? Do you want to do another date? And she was like, no, no, thank you. I have, I have no interest. Oh, Uh, I was, so I was shot. And then the worst part was the next person that contacted me because it was online dating was my wife. And she had uh, met, well, she wasn't my wife at the time, but she mentioned to me, hey, I uh, saw that you work at the aquarium, and I instantly was, like, turned off. Yeah, I, I could understand. Luckily, she pushed the issue, and I and I accepted, and it all worked yeah, out. That's, yeah, that's, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I tried to do that scam once. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a true story, and I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the air. Remember MySpace? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so back in the day, I was single. MySpace was a thing. And I really wanted a tour of the CDC and you could like search MySpace like for, for employment CDC. And I found like the cutest girl there. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, 
just making small chat. I'm like, hey, it's Mark Aaron from Channel 2. What's going on? You know? <laughs> like, but my whole intention was, I mean, she was cute. I would have dated her if she wanted, if, you know, if it would happen. But my whole goal was to get a tour, a behind-the-scenes tour of the CDC. Uh, but she, oh, you know, not, in, I was, you know. Not interested, but uh, so that sucks. I know, James, but I would have, hey. uh, I wouldn't have, you know, after I got in my CDC tour, I still would have taken her to uh, um, O'Charlie's. I don't know, I have O'Charlie's on the mind. Yeah, I know, and you want to go to O'Charlie's? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, at least you got married out of the deal, James. The second yeah, one, yeah, man, it worked out well. I mean, uh, she she ended up being cool, and and you know, it, it wasn't meant to be, and of course, I didn't ask for the money back or anything. That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty. Uh, do you pretty still shallow, do you still work yeah. at the aquarium? I do, sir, yes. All right. Uh, Deborah wants to talk to you off the air. She thinks you sound very <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Thank you, James. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, Michael, Tommy, Anna, Joy, hang tight. We will get your calls, plus Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. <laughs> Oxa Camelena, kangaroo, Anna. Anna hung on for 40 minutes and just hung up. Anna, call back. I'll get you right on. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, welcome back to the Mark Arab Show. Quick programming note. Friday, we're going to be on early, 4 to 6 p.m. We're filling in for the conservative Viking, but uh, no Bulldog basketball this week, so full shows, except Friday, we're going to be on early from 4 to 6 p.m. Talking about the dating story out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A uh, gentleman asked this lady out for a date. Uh, she said yes, amazingly. They went out to two dates, but there was not a love connection, so he sent her a text message requesting payment for half the bill of the food and beverage that they uh, that they ate and drank, and I just think that's ridiculous. It's It's tough enough to get a woman to say yes to a date, don't give them any more reasons to say no and not having to, you know, worry about paying on the back end if they don't show you their back end is, I guess, is the way I'm phrasing it now and more politely. Uh, your thoughts on that and similar dating stories, 404-872-0750. Tommy's in Alpharetta. Tommy boy, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you for taking my call. What's up, buddy? Uh, well, I was just going to say uh, the remedy on her side would maybe be to say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with the uh, reconciling the, the uh, fellow venture on the relationship, and um, I'd like to see if I could submit my invoices for the uh, doing the hair and nails, and you know that came to seventy dollars, so your half would be thirty five. So let's just call it a wash. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I got my hair done, I got my nails did, and uh, that was forty forty dollars on your end. So why don't you send me twelve bucks? That's that's yeah. a great retort. Absolutely. Maybe throw in a you know, hey, I bought a new outfit too. So by the way, you owe me a little bit of money. You like that sundress I wore? That was forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's good thinking there, Tommy. I like that. Uh, Michael's in Norcross. Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? What up, buddy? So I have several words for him. They're all clean. Okay. Uh, one would one would be loser, low life, idiot. No wonder he's alone. <laughs> the only thing I could think of. So hear me out on this, Chuck, because guys are devious. And you listen to this uh, theory here, Michael. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so he, they went out on two dates and then she stopped replying to his text. Maybe that was, he was, that was like a last dish effort, like to at least keep contact going. Like no, he's an idiot. Oh yeah, no. of course. You no. know, have you ever no, done no, that? The, Chuck? You, no, no, your, your theory is no good. We're, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, and, and see, no, I, I was raised in Georgia and maybe I'm old school, but if you ask a lady or a woman out, you pay for everything. Of course, you know, Uber, 100%. Limo, 100%. Dinner, Joe, whatever. You hold the door open for her, You hold the chair for her, You treat her like a lady. If it doesn't work out, well, then it doesn't work out. This is not. But here's my theory. Hear, hear me out for a second, Michael. Hear me out for my theory. Um, and thank you for the call. 
like if you ever gone out with a date, guys, uh, with a girl for a couple times, and then they they don't really st- they stop kind of replying. Um, and have you ever gone back like a week later and be like, oh hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Hey, uh, I got tickets to the uh, Hawks game tonight, or I got tickets, you know. Just throwing it out there. You've never done the, you know, the, the, the double back. Is it like when George 100%. left the, left the hat? Yes, so he could go yes, back? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. so, maybe that's what the guy was doing. I mean, yeah, it was maybe. a poor way to do it. Yeah, but I've done that where a girl's kind of ghosted me, and then I'll be like, Oh yeah, you're trying to like entice him. Yeah, with like oh, I got tickets to Pearl Jam. I don't know if you're still, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, something like that. You have to have the tickets though. You, you can't, uh, you can't do that. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jordan, my fault. Jordan is live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight. Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa in the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about a little breaking news tonight, buddy? Uh, breaking news in the fast forward world. Continuing Hector in coverage, advanced coverage of Chicken Sandwich Wars 2021 continues, Mark, as we had advanced reporting back in October. We all know that Zaxby's was taste testing a brand new chicken sandwich, and apparently it was really good. And they are rolling it out to all 900 and some Zaxby's across America. And they're calling it, Mark, the Signature Sandwich. It's going to be a big chicken filet. They're double crunching it. So it's probably one of the crunchier chicken sandwiches that you're going to find. And I was thinking about the the, the name Signature Sandwich, right? Yeah. Do you remember having to write cursive? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was I, I have ter- I've always had terrible handwriting. And if you consider Zaxby's... Writing Zaxby's in cursive has to be one of the hardest signature. I wouldn't even know how to do a capital Z, capital Z or a lowercase Z. I don't even know how to do it. No, yeah, nobody remembers a capital Z in cursive anymore. <laughs> that's for sure. It's backwards, isn't it? I think it's backwards. Deborah just did the, the an air. How does it go, Deborah? You're, you're, it's, it's hard to explain on the radio, but it, it looks like kind of. We we draw little... draw it on this piece of okay, paper. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I I haven't uh, except for signing my name. I don't use cursive at all ever ever ever. And you don't even use cursive when you're signing your name. It's like a couple squiggles, a scribble, yeah. A hard and when I'm writing, like I do a lot of writing, and it's all uh, lowercase and it's all capitalized. I don't even use small oh, letters. You're one of those. I'm guys? that guy. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like it takes a lot more effort to write in all caps. I don't know. Deborah, oh, it's like that, a weird Z. That is, it's yeah, like a, a three, an M. Of. It's an M with a thing. It's like a three with a hoop at the end. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, that looks familiar. I love how you did the cap of the Z, and then you went lowercase letters yeah, for the I rest. Don't write in you cursive, didn't curse no. at all. All right, because the X can be funky as well. All right, signature series. When is this available, uh, Johnny it's, K? It's available now. It's rolled out to everybody. You're gonna get the little pieces of pickles. You're gonna get the split top potato bun, and you're gonna get the Zach sauce, which I think is some. It's like a mayonnaise ketchup yeah, Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, thing. not my favorite. Uh, more uh, an update on that, Chuck. You went to Zaxby's before the show tonight. Did you get the signature sandwich? I did not. No. No, it's usually, I usually go with. Thanks, Chuck. Number one. Number two. I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> Thanks want for to supporting. <laughs> I had no idea. What did you get at Zaxby's? Uh, I normally just get the chicken strip meal. Chicken strip meal, Johnny K. Is that a solid order? I mean, it, no, it's a cliche order. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. average order. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just have had some milk and white bread. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, Johnny K. Uh, I know you like uh, carbonated beverages because of course. sodas are often uh, paired up with value meals. The most popular sodas in the U.S., according to the latest survey. Let's do this. Uh, we're going to go round robin. And the first one to not get one on the list. I've got 13 sodas here. The first one not to get one on the list loses. We'll start with Chuck. Top 13 most popular sodas in the U.S. right now, Chuck. Give me one. Or right, the top what? Top 13 sodas in the U.S. Name, oh, name one Pepper. of the top 13. Dr. Pepper is number three. Longoria. <laughs> uh, Sprite. Sprite is number four. Johnny Kilbasa. My DP Pepsi. Thing. Pepsi's number two. Back to Chuck. Oh, Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is number seven. Longoria. Coke. Coke is number one. It took us how many guesses to but get the We live in Atlanta. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. I don't like Coke. So. All right, Johnny K., you're up. Seven up. Seven up's number 10. Chuck. Oh, I. Uh, are there any left? Yeah, I'm. I'm blanking. <laughs> I'm blanking on a soda. Chuck's about to lose. Dude, I'm gonna dude. lose. I, I'm blanking on a soda. Give me name. So, well, you go to a, a bar. What's a, what's a drink with a soda in it? I got to make it you know easier for Did Chuck. We say Seven Up. Seven Up has already yeah, been said. And Sprite. Yeah. All right, I'm out. You're All out. Right. All right. Wow. The, the uh, Longoria do one. It'll Fanta. Be, Fanta is number six. Johnny yeah. Kilbasa. Uh, Royal Crown. Oh, Johnny loses. Uh, Longoria oh. wins. Longoria wins. Uh, 13 is Diet Coke. 12, Sierra Mist. 11, Sunkiss. 10, 7 Up. 9, Barks Root Beer. Oh, I, forgot I was going to say forgot that. about that one. 8, there, Canada Dry Ginger Ale. 7, Mountain Dew. 6, Fanta. 5, A&W Root Beer. 4 oh. is Sprite. 3, Dr. Pepper. Barks 2, is Pepsi. And number 1 is Coca-Cola. The 13 most popular sodas in the U.S. Congratulations to... Me. Longoria. He yeah. wins it. Johnny K, appreciate you as always, and... I'm surprised Fan is so high on that, but I'm not surprised if the cholesterol is high, baby. <laughs> so am I. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. And listen to the Sausage Hut Podcast, 400 episodes on any pot app or johnnykobasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. There you go. You guys were good under pressure. Like I, you had no idea that that game was coming, and you did a yeah. you did a good job. I'm uh, just shocked that Coke took so long. To yeah, that was ridiculous. That was embarrassing. Joy is in Snellville. Joy to the world on the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you tonight? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, I'm doing fine. I called to uh, tell you about a date I had in January 1977 at wow. Virginia Tech. Okay. And it, and you have to know it's 1977 because we didn't have all the technology we have with pay pay apps and all that stuff now. So this guy I've been dating regularly calls me up, and he wanted to know if I wanted to go to ice cream, and it's freezing cold in Blacksburg. And so I said, sure. So he wanted me to meet him at the corner, and I said, no, you come over to the dorm and, and let me know when you're here. So he got to the dorm and called me when he was downstairs, and I got my coat, and I'm almost down to the lobby of the dorm, and my mother's voice came to me and said, Always stick a dollar in your pocket. You'll never know when you need a dollar. Good advice. So so I was frustrated, and out loud I said, oh, shut up, Mama. And I went back up to my dorm room, and I only had a $1 bill in my wallet. That's all the money I had. So I grabbed it, and I stuck it in my pocket, and he and I get down to the ice cream shop, and there's a long line outside of all these people wanting to buy ice cream that night. So we're inching our way up and talking. We get into the ice cream shop, and, and I'm just casually looking to see what I could buy with tax. For a dollar. not be over a dollar. 
and I'm in front of him, and I get to open my mouth to place my order for ice cream, and he says, by the way, this is Dutch treat. Oh, wow. Like, tell, you got to tell Joy, at least as you're approaching the ice cream shop, by the way, whatever you get, you're paying for, um, (laughs) right? Well, I didn't think about doing that that night, but anyway, I I, I had a Valentine's date from hell with him the next month, and that was the end of dating him. So you didn't wind up marrying this this guy or anything like that? No, actually, I had to have the Valentine's date from hell with him to make me me realize that I just wanted to ask God to lead me to the man I was going to marry. There you go. It all worked out in the end. 1977 Baskin-Robbins, joy. No joy in the world that night. We're going to come back. Helen, Steve, Rhonda. And maybe we'll squeak in, Russ. 404-8... No, don't call. Chuck's going to close the phones. There, he just did it, as I said it. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Not much time left in the show, so everyone's got to be super quick, starting with lovely Helen. Helen, welcome to the program. What do you have? Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Excellent. I have a, I have a story that um might top all of them tonight i don't know <laughs> so i was um dating this guy and we're in our 50s and um he's retired and he has an antique shop right around the corner from where i work and i stopped by there on a friday afternoon and noon like i often did after work and so did his daughter and she was a school teacher and she stopped by and uh just to hang out for a little while also and she saw an item in his store that she was interested in for her classroom and she asked him how much he wanted for it. And he told her $30. So she went to her purse and she only had 25 in cash. And she said, here, can I owe you $5? And he said, yeah, I guess that'll be all right. A few minutes later, he asked both of us if we wanted to go out to eat and get some Mexican food that night. So we said we would. And the three of us got in the car and went to the Mexican restaurant. When it came time to pay, she looked at him and said, I'll just pay for yours, Dad, so it'll cover that $5 I owe you. And uh, he said, oh, okay. So it just left me sitting there with, and, and he looked at the waitress and told her to put mine on a separate bill. Wow. And Yeah. And well, but that, just there, to, real quick, that was his daughter? He made his daughter pay for the antique? Yeah. Oh, yes. I would have walked out then. Like, what? It's, it's your daughter. Rhonda, real quick, Rhonda, what do you have? Uh my husband has no qualms about eating anything. He's not picky at all. I'm pickier, so if it's someplace he wants to go, he pays. If it's someplace I want to go, I pay. I like and that. If the guy, if the guy went on the second date with the woman and there wasn't any chemistry, why'd they go on the second date? She wanted another meal, obviously. Uh, Steve's in Dunwoody. Steve, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hey, what's up? Steve from McKinnish, man. What's going on, brother? Hey, Steve. So, listen, I, I was in high school. Um, before I could drive, my dad... I asked this girl to the movies. My dad gave me the money, drove me to pick her up. We get there, but what he didn't know and she didn't know is that earlier that day after school, I had gone out to buy the uh, uh, BC Boys license to Hill and didn't have enough money to cover her and me. Oh, and made her, dude, this is a, an embarrassing point. Made her pay for her ticket. <laughs> That's awful. Did you get a Did second it? date? Yeah. No, yeah, of course no. not. But you have a fantastic album. It's, it's like, yeah, you got a great album. It's like that uh, scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where uh, the little nerdy dude takes the girl out to the German restaurant and he forgets his wallet 
and he's got his call his buddy. Cokes. Yeah, you want another Coke? And then the buddy shows up for the, hey, a Ratner, found your wallet. Oh, thanks. Ready to go? <laughs> hey, uh, Ratner, I love that yeah. guy. Uh, we're ready to go. Let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. Longoria. And Ooh, now, are you guys ready? Uh, two stars of the dang show. First uh, star to Smoking Gold Barbecue. Fill in our bellies, and uh, I'm gonna take one because I don't think I've given myself one in a while. So I'm just I gotta get myself on that scoreboard. Big show tomorrow, huge show tomorrow with a little guy, a little Sanjay. Would you rather? And City Mouse, Country Mouse, City Ashley. Mouse, Country Mouse with Ashley Frasca. I'm very excited to play this game with her. Uh, thank you so much for listening, folks. For real, for real, you're the reason that uh, we have roofs over our heads. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.